Hi, everyone. This is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog? Parenting in a different way? Letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater? Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? Welcome, everyone. I'm Marilyn Bradford, and I'm glad you're joining us for this edition of Left Turn. And I have this amazing creative genius with me today as a guest, Katerina Wellington. She is a facilitator for Access Consciousness, an author, and even more than that, well, she just is like a creative director of everybody, kind of. She does absolutely amazing things. So welcome, Katerina. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. That's a wonderful introduction. I'm very <laughs> grateful. Now I have to follow that. <laughs> Well, I think you, uh, you know, you've heard about Left Turn and what it's about, and it, I would love to know what some of your favorite left turns are, and also just how you approach them. What, what do you use to create these left turns? Well, I don't even know if I create them. I think I receive them. And that oh, I is like the that. key. Okay. I... I often look back at my life and I'm amazed by how it worked out in ways that I couldn't even imagine that are way better than I could even imagine. I I remember when I was very, well, very young, when I was in my 20s and I was going to university and in the summers, there was this really cool disco, summer disco that you could work at. And I thought that I had a I must get a job there. I mean, I was given, I had worked a long time. I knew everyone. And then I forgot to invite one of the people running the disco to my birthday that year. And he got so pissed off with me that he did not, he did not say yes to me being on this discotheque summer job. So I didn't get it, which meant that I instead applied to go to the U.S. and work at a summer camp in the U.S. And I ended up at this camp called Apple Farm Arts and Music Camp. And I spent the next three summers there. It was an amazing place outside New Jersey, outside Philadelphia. And it had this, it was the whole idea with this place was that the perform, like the final performance or the final piece of the arts was not the important thing. The important thing was to journey to that. And they had a beautiful way of working with the kids and the teenagers. And I started up a little newspaper for this camp. And we even had a little article about where you found the condoms. And we had to go up <laughs> to the leader of the camp and talk about, you know, why we wanted to publish this piece. And it was, it, it changed the whole trajectory of my life. And it, I even met my 
I met a partner there that meant that I moved to New York, you know, like this whole thing. And this all happened because I forgot to invite this person to my birthday party. And in that sense, like the receiving, instead of going, oh, this is awful, that then you see, oh, oh, well, this didn't work out. What else is possible? And it becomes this gift of living because the universe is actually kind of nudging you in another direction. This is not the direction for you. This is not what's going to contribute most to you as a being, most of you to who you want to be in the world. It's not working at a summer disco. (laughs) But going across the ocean and working in an arts and music center, that was so much more congruent with who I am today. And it contributed for many years forward. I still have friends from there. Like it's one of those things that is with me always as one of the platforms kind of that I'm I'm standing on, but that that I'm like balancing on as I move through life. But I would like to point out, you did have a role in creating this because you had to apply to work there yes. and she did it. Mm. You did go, oh, that didn't work out. Well, I guess I'll just stay home this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's very true. Um, it's a very similar, it's interesting that, so it's like the receiving and then also the action. So another time I was living then in New York and I was going to move away from New York a little later. And my mom had sent me this magazine where there was an ad that you could apply to work at the UN Mm -hmm. and all my life. I'd been wanting to work at the UN or someplace like that. Right. So I was like, wow. And it was a, you were going to be in a liaison communication officer. It was perfect for me, for my education, everything. So I applied and then I got the letter to come for an interview and I got the letter to come for an interview on May 5, on May 5, because this was the time <laughs> when things didn't really move as fast as otherwise. This was actually a letter, a posted letter. So again, I could have gone, well, that didn't work out. But instead, I called them and I said, look, there's no way I can be at this interview because, you know, well, actually, I think it was the next day. Like I got the letter the fifth and the interview was the sixth because it's tomorrow and I'm in New York and you're in Stockholm. And they go, "Okay, cool. Then you can come in a week. So I did. I came and did an interview and I got that job. And I, I kind of knew that I had such an advantage for everyone because I got to do my interview on my own. A week after everyone else. So I became this like, I got way more space to actually grab their attention. And and maybe I was the best applicant, who knows, but there was, it was an advantage in the letter coming late. There was an advantage in that. And I was always so grateful for that. And that then turned my whole, there's a left turn again. So from moving to New York, becoming a photographer, I moved to Copenhagen and started to work for the UN. And there I was again, and my whole life just became something different. I was suddenly a diplomat and had a blue passport. It was like, I'm like, wow, this is a left turn, <laughs> like you were saying. Yes. So, and, and you're correct. It does take action. There is something, there's a tenacity in, there's like a, a willingness to hear the whisper. And then there's a tenacity in never giving up. Like there has to be something more. Yeah. What is a courage in jumping? Yeah. 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 
and receiving. And kind of like an excitement in jumping too, I would say. Like there's nearly like, um, I, I, after I started to work for this place, my first trip, we took trips all over the world with journalists. We went to Ethiopia and I was supposed to be taught how to do these like media trips <laughs> with a, with my colleague and he got really sick after one day in Ethiopia after eating injera which is their national dish that you eat with your fingers and it did not go well for him so he said you just take the door it is 10 days in the middle of Ethiopia with these people and you do fine you know you have to you and I'm like (laughs) okay and It did go fine. I mean, it's interesting to travel in Africa and it's always interesting to to get a job and have to do it while you don't know how to do it. So it's like swimming, just keeping your head above the water. Like that's it. And I, my sense is that I thrive on that. If it's too easy, yes, you get bored. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. So I think maybe my left turns is also all my different left turns is also a way of of always learning more, always keep developing, never stop. Kind of like a shark, like never stop swimming, just keep moving to different areas, different different explorations, different creations. Mm-hmm. What did you learn about yourself in Ethiopia? well um I learned that I could turn the mood of any group I could get really cranky and people that didn't get along I could I could make them get along I could make them happier um in um in a way We've talked about this in Access Consciousness. We, we've called it animation. Like we animate yes. a situation or people. And I would say that I discovered there that I'm very good at animating groups and people and give them a sense of, no, this, you know, this will work. We will move and kind of keep moving things forward. So, and I used that after for nearly every trip I went on. So I learned something so fundamental and it seemed a little bit to me at the time as a superpower because yes. I knew I could do that. I, I just knew I could do that. I couldn't really explain it, what that was. And um, at times it even irritated people around me. I remember my, my boss at the UN was a very angry Danish woman, and she did not like that I was so liked. And that like came from the capacity to animate, the capacity to make people feel alive and included and engaged. So that, whatever that was, it was like a superpower, but then I also tried to a little bit not talk too much about it. But I think that's what I learned most there. And I've I've used it ever since. Well, that's one of the things that I've been aware of, that when we take these left turns, because they're not in the norm on the superhighway of this reality, we do begin to discover our capacities and our talents and our abilities and our uniqueness. Yeah. So I think that's a wonderful example of that. Yeah, that's, that is so true that, 
Um, I mean, another left turn that I've talked about before um, is when I started to work with with Dr. Dane here, and yes. it was a, a very interesting left turn in that. So what happened was I had I had started to explore access consciousness, and I started to go to some classes, and I. I um I went to class with Dr. Dane here and I had a session with him and I was amazed by the fact that maybe not everything had to be run from my mind. <laughs> and there was something called energy somewhere in the world that seemed so much more congruent with who I was, really. And I and I flew to go to a class of his that's called the energetic synthesis of being. And it was in Montreal, Canada. And it was quite far for me. It was strange. I was like, oh my God, maybe this, I don't know why I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? You know, all those mind things that goes in your head. And, and then I'm just, no, I'm just going to go. So uh -huh. I flew there and I went to this class and I had started, I've been so fascinated by access consciousness already from the beginning. So I'd started to write a book called Nova the Spy. This book is not finished. Nobody can yes. find it anywhere, but I started to write this book and I, and it used Gary and Dane kind of like the two main people as, but it was about a younger girl, but I wanted to make sure I could write it. So I gave it to Dane during this class. And I said, um, could you read this and see if this is okay? Can I write this? Yes. Um, and, and on my way home on the train, he called me and he said, look, I wonder if you would be willing to write a book for me. I read this and I love it and it has humor and has lightness. And he said, you have this fairy-like quality when you write. And that's exactly what I would like. And I'm like, what? I'm not even an English speaking writer. Like, how can I write your book? Like, how can I even be the person you think of to write your book? Right. So that's like one of those left turns that again I go there like you like the leap is the trusting yeah. yes I should go there but also giving him the manuscript so that's like an it's an invitation for a left turn to occur yes while not knowing that yeah so for me that's like one of those times when I realized that I had a quality to my writing that mm. was valuable. Yes. In school, I had, had this Swedish teacher who refused to give me an A. I don't know. I think an A is what you would use in English. Yes. It's, he kept saying, yeah, you write really well, but you know, you're just missing something. And you know how as a humanoid that just sits in yeah. you, like, like, I'm just not good enough. Like that was right. my conclusion that stayed, I'm good, but not good enough. I'm yes. good, but not. So when Dane said you have this fairy-like quality, I think you have something that this book requires. It opened up this whole kind of like something that's been shut in where I go, oh, maybe I do. Maybe I could possibly actually let whatever this is out. So that, and again, my whole life took a huge left turn in that I moment. It, it, changed, yeah, it changed everything that I worked with. I you know, I quit my job, started to work full-time for access and facilitating and all of that. So, but that all came from that choice to go to the class in Montreal, to give that manuscript and then to receive again, that invitation yeah. and going, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll write your book. Not even I'll try, like I'll do that. Yes. So 
and it again opened up a capacity. You are correct. Like it's a capacity that probably would never have been opened if that left turn had not occurred. Well, if you had not chosen it. Yes, true. Mm. And that's actually, so receiving it, yes. <laughs> inviting it, receiving it, and definitely choosing, like taking some kind of action, saying yes. Yes is an action. Yeah, saying yes. And one of the things that I'm so fascinated by currently is this, how when we choose, we actually create. Like in the moment we choose, we truly choose, not when we say we choose it, but in the moment we choose it energetically, yes. choose it, we we created it. And then the rest is just actualization. Yeah. But most of the time, most people actually don't choose. They they kind of consider it a little bit <laughs> and call but it they choice. Give up. Yeah. Or yeah. give up. But even yeah. even these little half-assed choices that people make, you know, I will kind of stop smoking <laughs> I will try <laughs> stop smoking but it, it's it's very interesting because that that the actual choice is the moment of creation that's like when you take that left turn that's when you're saying okay I'm willing to leap yes absolutely and there is a persistence I recently had created something where I really wanted to go to a class in Europe and my cat sitter wasn't available and the day before I needed to leave, I texted her and I said, anything change? How are you doing? She's like, yes, my whole trip just got canceled. I can cat sit. So I chose in 18 hours to get everything ready and be at the airport. And that yeah. was a left turn for me. But that's like that persistence you were talking about. Yeah. You just, this is going to happen. And it, it's very interesting. It's one of the things that I have a daughter who's in her 20s. And it's one of the things that keep amazing her about me. Like, because I know things will work out somehow. Yeah. Not yes. perfectly, maybe. But so it goes to everything from like putting an Ikea shelf together. And we're sitting on the floor. And we're like, it's like we, we couldn't get any further. And she's like, oh, this is awful. I should have ordered blah, blah, you know, all that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I, it'll work out. Just give us, yeah. give us a little time and then it'll work out. And it did because yeah. yeah. you, you know, once you, it's kind of like, once you started to listen to the whispers and start taking the left turns, that's also when you start getting this trust in yeah. the universe. And it's for small things like an Ikea bookshelves, but it's also for these huge things. And it yeah. creates a sense of relaxation for me. It's only when I it's only when I kind of like pretend I don't have that, that yeah. I get like stressed out and have to fix yeah. everything. You pretend <laughs> you don't yes. have it. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, that particular when I never connected that to left turn before, but it does come from there because all the left turns have been unexpected for me. They're not, they are receiving a choice. Yes. I couldn't figure them out. I couldn't no. compute them beforehand. And if I hadn't gone, I would have missed them. Yeah, your life would have been very different. But I, I wonder if you get, Katerina, what an inspiration your left turns have been to other people. True. Yeah. And not totally, probably. Yeah. It's, it's like a meandering journey. Like we, a meandering journey yes. through life. And, and 
now when you're talking to me, I'm also looking at, okay, so what other left turns are there that I haven't yeah. even, like, I have no idea that they're coming. But How you're open to having them come. And I think oh, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, you know, absolutely huge. And by your willingness to take them, other people who may not have known left turns are available or, well, look at her. Oh my mm. goodness. You know, she just chose that. Maybe it's okay. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to say to everyone about left turns? Any last words of? Well, you know, I would say like from this conversation, because I never really looked at it this way. I would say what left turns are available right now to each and every one of us Yes, that we could actually take right yes. now. Yes and see All where what else is possible yes yeah. thank you so so much thank you that was wonderful that was a lot very instructive and lots of fun thank you so much for joining this episode of left turn i wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life what magical possibilities might show up remember when you choose left turns you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known. 